Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com slash SLM and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a title free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audibletrial.com slash SLM and get started now. You know, we bonded over our love of reality TV. to hear what we have to say. We are still watching this train wreck of a show. Am I going to continue watching it? Absolutely. Like, (laughs) there's no question about it. I absolutely want to take part in this train wreck every single week. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Just Peachy, presented by Sensibly Loud Media. We are back... Well, I don't know what I said last week. Week four, week five, week six, seven, eight, nine, ten. It all just starts blending together. I think this is officially week four. I <sighs> thought it was week four last week. I don't know. No, I think it's this is, is it week the five? Fifth, fifth week. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Cause I'm based. Yes. Yeah. I can only I only know that because I had my f- I had four weeks between my doctor's appointments and my last doctor's appointment before the one I just went to last week was right before quarantine started. And so four uh, weeks would have been last week. Yes. Math is hard, man. I don't know. Math is hard, especially when you're on quarantine. <laughs> especially when your just brain is not functioning yeah. at the normal capacity as it normally is. I don't know. This is, it's been, it's been a weird month, weeks, years, who knows. But how have you been? Has anything changed for you since we last talked? Are you still just... No, it has not. You know, I am still just living my best life at home. Still just being a fat slob. I finished yep. off a bag of Doritos earlier. It was great. Yes. <laughs> but this, these were Cool Ranch, not your nacho oh, cheese. Cool Ranch, man. I know. So good. But I know how you feel yeah. about your nacho cheese. <laughs> just, uh, I'm like, I'm reaching that point where like everything gives me heartburn. It doesn't matter what it is. I have heartburn constantly always taking Tums and I've just kind of accepted that this is my new way of life until the baby gets here because it's not going to get better. So I feel, I feel bad saying this, but I have not had heartburn once, but I, but I never, I, I never get heartburn ever even not pregnant. I don't think I've ever had it before. So, uh, Oh, you know, I say that that's not true. I used to get it instead of like throwing up or getting like really hungover, I get heartburn. So maybe that's, I don't know. I feel, I feel like that would unpleasant. be better than barfing. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Barfing's bad. Pretty bad. Oh, God. Well, yeah, I'm trying to think if anything's gone on over here. No, we really... Did y'all do anything for Easter? No. No, it's so sad. Usually we um we would usually have like a big family gathering at my parents' house like the Saturday night before Easter. My mom would cook mm-hmm. like a big like traditional like Easter, you know, ham and potatoes and all all of the yummy things um and we have a bunch of people over and obviously that could not happen this year and then sunday so then on sunday we literally just sat around just me and justin and did absolutely nothing did you guys do anything well so his parents and um his uh brother and uh, my sister-in-law came over but they all like live close and we see them all the time anyway so yeah anyway um but yeah normally like we uh Normally we do like Easter services and then we come back and we do a big Easter lunch. And then later in the evening, we go to my parents for Easter dinner. 
So of course that didn't happen. Um, so we didn't go up to see my parents and then, um, my grandparents were supposed to be there and my grandparents for sure are not going anywhere. Yeah. They're 80. So, you know, just yeah. kind of, it was strange. It was weird because of the virus. And it's like, it's the first year without Austin's grandmother being oh, around. So, yeah. I mean, you know, it's just a lot, a lot of strangeness going on. For sure. So. I know. Yeah. It's- and then like, I had a heartburn, like literally from like, Easter evening all the way through like Tuesday like it was bad god that sounds horrible not great no but you know do what you can yeah no shit um yeah we didn't I'm trying to think if we did anything this weekend other than be fat slobs on the couch we we got we ordered a bunch of shit off Amazon this past weekend um just to try and finish out the nursery so we have got a lot of stuff like on its way we got curtains our rug came last week for the nursery we got curtains we ordered we got we have a I don't think I've sent this to you or maybe Justin did but we got like a a sign made of his name um that's hanging above his crib we hung that up we got some like just cute little like other nursery decor that we got frames for we framed them we need to hang those up um ordered a bookshelf that's on its way that's coming in so it's we did. We did that. That's what we did. I count that as productivity. Yeah, definitely yeah. productive. Considering I haven't done anything to the nursery. I know <laughs> we can't do anything to the nursery. We're waiting on a whole bunch of other stuff to get done before I can officially like do the nursery. But then so. I don't I'm like. I don't also don't know why I'm worrying about it or is worrying about it so much because I'm like he's not even going to use the nursery for the first three to four months of his life because he's going to be in the bedroom with us. So. I'm like, yeah. what does it really matter if it's done before he's here? But also, I well, don't. Well, but at the same time, like, it's it's not like you really want to be doing it once he's here. Like, true. you're gonna be busy taking care of him. So true, true, true. So I felt like that too. I'm like, ah, I don't know why it really matters. But then I'm like, I also don't want to be trying to like organize no. a bedroom with an upset child. No, so. no. Oh, I forgot to tell you. So I started. Uh, so I know you took those birthing classes online. Uh-huh. And so I'd started to watch the videos and I finished, I finished through them. So I watched the, I saw Becca Martinez and her water birth. You saw that. That <laughs> yes. was pretty, uh, pretty gross. But <laughs> Justin was like, Nope, I'm not watching that. He hasn't watched any, any of that with me. I'm going to make him watch like a couple of like little parts from those videos, but not like not like, yeah, there's not necessary for him to watch all of that with me. But he was like, you can count me out on that stuff. And I was like, I don't blame you. I didn't even really okay, want to watch it. Okay, you count me out on yeah. it. <laughs> nope. Um, but yeah, I, I went to the doctor last week uh, for my checkup, and they actually had it down really well on like getting people checked in and making you feel like totally normal and not, or as normal as possible. So that's nice. And my next appointment is virtual. Where I'll, next week, we'll be doing it from home, cool. which is odd, but it is what it is. So, and so you're, you're starting to do like every two weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'll have one next week, but then she said, this will be my only virtual one. And then everything else will be, I'll have to come into the office for, I guess, cause I'll be too preg to not be seen. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. I want to measure you a lot and yeah. just make sure everything's looking okay. But I saw today you have exactly 100 days today. 100 days. Oh my God. So crazy. kind of crazy. Yeah. I think ours is like 76 or something like that oh, oh, man. it's just becoming a lot more real which is exciting but bring on the nerves also kind of terrifying yeah <laughs> oh god well one thing that 
kept us distracted or kept me distracted from like stressing about 1500 things going on in our lives right now was freaking listen to your heart by the bachelor (laughs) i can't believe it's like i feel like such a clown watching it but oh god and like even before all this stuff happened i think you and i have talked i'm like are we are we really gonna watch the show and we were like most Back likely. and forth, we were like, yeah, maybe, probably, like, just something to do. And then it's like, once this happened, it's like, yeah, we absolutely will, because what else are we going to be doing? Um, and so I had done no research on, I don't know if, like, they'd come out with, like, the contestants' names or any I of that. I didn't even think to look. I don't know if, no. like, it was just there and I just didn't care or I think what, that might, but- I don't even know if it was out there, but I also did not care. So I was yeah. going in 100% blind, not knowing one single fact about anybody on the show or as a matter of fact how it really works like Justin asked me uh he was like so can you even tell me what the show's about that's before I even started watching it and I was like uh it's about people that want to find love and also sing and he's like well what's the premise of the show it's like I I don't know I don't know how it works what is the central theme (laughs) (laughs) are there rose ceremonies are people getting picked booted off I don't know well, I'm glad that they kind of explained it because I remember like starting the show and thinking, well, crap, I don't even really understand how this works. So it seems like it's kind of like Bachelor in Paradise. Yes. Makes sense because they have to be, you know, in couples to do their duets. But I guess it just never dawned on me. I just didn't understand how it was going to play out. I, no. I thought it was literally just like a reality show where they had like a set number of people. And mm-hmm. they just kept that same number of people the whole way through and just documented the journey. That's but, what I, that's what I kind of thought too. And it's like, they're going on there to promote their music. And if they found someone to fall in love with and it created drama, great. But yeah, this is actually people are getting sent home and I guess new people are going to be showing up next week. So, which is kind oh, of new people. So yes. it really is like bachelor. In yeah. Paradise. So it's really like bachelor. In Paradise. The only reason I know that is I saw some gr- I think more girls are showing up this next week oh that's right that makes yeah. sense because the girls have the advantage this week in the rose ceremony yeah okay yeah okay so interesting <laughs> well they started this off as like a traditional like bachelor show where they enter you know on the very first episode where they have their like introductions of certain cast members where they take you to their hometown and they're like this my name is so-and-so and here's my dog and here's my sad story and spoiler they're all from nashville Every single person. There was actually quite a few people from Texas, though. Yeah, which, there was one from Austin. One from Austin, one from Houston. Houston, and one from San Antonio. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. I forgot about what's her face from San Antonio. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, a lot of them from Nashville. Surprise, surprise. Um, but so, and I, was, I was trying as hard as I can. I'm like, we have no background on any of these people, so we're learning as we're going. And there's – luckily, there's only 20 people rather than – the like 32 people on the bachelorette that start off where you're like possible to like differentiate where I feel like I at least recognize if like they panned over them I'd recognize everybody but do I know everybody's name Mm, no but they they did their traditional job where they focus on like six people so we know those six people's names that most of them I do not like I actually don't yeah, like there's like very few that I like on the <laughs> show I know uh, we were texting and you're like there's like one person on this show I like and I was like that's how I feel too like everyone sucks who are these people where do they find these barnies I don't understand where do they find these barnies? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh Dead. well and like the first like or, no maybe she wasn't the first one but one of the first ones that they introduced is 21 years old 
Yes. And she is the one that they focused on the majority of the time. And I'm like, this chick is number one. She's annoying. Number two, you are 21 and you're over here acting like I've just been looking for love my whole life. And like, I just hope I find it here. I'm like, bitch, you're 21. You're probably still in college. What are you doing? I know. I was like, thank goodness she can drink because that's about all she's got going for her on this show. But like, (sighs) yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess I can appreciate that. Like it's, I think I've said this before, like at least it's up front. Like, you know, that these people are on the show to promote their music True. career and kind of like, if love happens and so be it, even though they're all like, no, I'm looking for love. It's like, ah, wow. we kind of know. Yeah. Versus, you know, the bachelor bachelorette where it's like, mm-hmm. you know, everybody's on there for the fame, but they're doing it under the guise of. Yep. I just want to get Instagram famous and have yes. my music or my acting or my acting, modeling, modeling, whatever it may whatever be. Whatever else. Yeah. Well, so they started off, the first person we were introduced to, like in their little intro things, was the guy named Brandon. So he's 34. He was in the Marine Corps. Yeah, he I was, thought he was okay. He was okay. I didn't have a problem with him. Yeah. And then they introduced us to a chick named Bree, which... I remember her from later on because she's uh, – I, I don't remember what her backstory was, but I just remember I wrote down her name was Bree. She was, she's been engaged before. Oh, her. And then yeah. she, like, broke it. I don't know. Um, she had, like, kids in her intro. and Yes. Yeah. That I thought was, like, going to be her children. And I was like, oh, it's like a single mom like coming on the show. It's like her, yeah. I was like, don't okay. pimp out your niece and nephew. Like, stop it. Um, then we met Sheridan, which – it's the dude from Austin. Like, if you think of like a singer, or, like songwriter coming out of Austin, he's like your typical person you think of the long hair, beard, exactly the like hat, rancher hat. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which, when like from looks, like this is so bad to judge, but from looks, you're like no, like no, you look greasy and gross and whatnot. But he looks like a bootleg Jason Momoa. Like, that's yes, kind of the- <laughs> that's exactly what he looks like. Yeah, like just yeah, not. Not Jason Momoa, but kind of similar-ish qualities. Yeah. But I actually really, I, mean, if, I don't want to say really like him, but of all the people, I he's like, like him. the one that's standable. I'll say it. Yeah. I think he's probably one of the more genuine ones on there, but I guess we will see. We will so. see. Yeah. Then we met Becca, who I just wrote, she's Ew. musical theater. That's what I wrote down next to her Ew. name. Okay. That's the one that I like for sure remember that I did not like. Shoot. I don't even remember what she did on the show. Well, well we get to I just it. just from her intro, she's like hyping herself up in the mirror, like you. Oh, that love. was that her. Okay, I thought that yeah. was the Rudy chick. But okay, I'm getting every like everyone's. I'm getting Rudy's weird already. too. She's but weird. yeah, okay. Um, then we met Gabe, who's from Houston. He's the like mu- like sports dude who likes music. Who's also very Christian. That's what mm-hmm. I wrote. Down. Yeah, he seems n- normal from what. I've been able to tell, but he didn't get a ton of screen time either. Yeah. He got, I mean, spoiler alert, he got picked at the end, but like yeah. it was very random. I was just like yes. super random. Kind of put off by, I don't know. But so then we had Savannah, who is from Nashville. She's the blonde chick that like is that the yoga the teacher? yoga teacher who just seems very like, I don't know, aggressive. Not uh, I don't know. Just no, it, it is aggressive though. Like yeah. she's just, it's hard to explain. Cause like you'd think somebody that would be so into yoga would be like real chill and mellow. And that's kind of like what she acted like at first, but then she comes in night one and like this bustier top and <laughs> yeah. like 
pants, which I mean, it's fine, but it's just like, she's just, her attitude was very, just like, I'm going to put myself out there and anybody else that doesn't like it can get out of the way. And I was just like, all right. Okay. So coming in hot. Uh, then we had Trevor. So this is the dude. And I knew I recognized, I knew I recognized him. So he's 29 and he's the one that had the puppy in his intro. And I'm like, okay, so now just making all the girls be like, oh, and he's an attractive dude. And I was like, okay, number one, I was like, you look like Derek Peth from The Bachelor. I don't yes. know. If, okay. And then a lot of people started making the comparison to him of comparing him to Jed. Um, yeah. If you saw that. They have the same jacket. They have the same jacket on. But so he was on, he was on. So whenever, I think this is like the fourth season of when American Idol rebooted, but he was on American Idol. I think it was oh. season one. It was a season that I watched actually some episodes on and I remember him and Katie I saw pa- them show clips of it but I had never seen them yes before, and so I, I was like that's why I reckon because he got relatively far I'm pretty sure um and Katie Perry was like up his butthole like she was obsessed with him but it was more of like I don't even know if it was really his talent but she was like every chance she got she was like oh my god you're so hot oh my god I wish I could date you and I'm like number one you're with Orlando Bloom. Yeah. Number two, he at the time he had a girlfriend, and there was a girlfriend like that was on the show. Not she wasn't like auditioning for American Idol, but like they showed her in like the audience while he was singing and stuff. And so it's just interesting now that I mean, this was probably three years ago. Like I said, it might have been on American Idol, but that was a big premise of like, oh, Katy Perry's hitting on this dude's man. So, anyways, he just seems like he's gonna be trouble. Yeah, I don't. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how to feel about him. I'm just trying to. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's the jacket. It's gotta be. It's the, jacket. <laughs> it's the jacket. I know. Um, and then last but not least is when we met, this is when we met that Jamie chick, the 21 year old. And my first impression of her is like, she had like 18 layers of blush on. I don't know if you saw that, but like her no. promo <laughs> video, it was so bad. I was like, <gasps> someone didn't tell you that that's makeup. not a cute look, but it was yeah. like pink, red hot like i mean just go back and like look i'm gonna look it up because that's wild but it was in her i don't she wasn't as bad like when she was on the show but just like when they went to her hometown or whatever to film her it was all i thought was like whoa chick calm down on the blush um and yeah also you're 21 so not necessary for you to be on the show now i see it holy moly like i probably she wore a lot on the date too okay I'm like, I'm probably over-exaggerating on it, but it just... She looks like a cockatiel. It was too much, too much. I'm not... Hell, I'm not a good person to talk to about makeup because I'm terrible at putting on my own makeup, but I don't think I make myself look like a clown when I put on makeup. Um, Neither do you, by the way. Thank you. (laughs) That's very kind of you. (laughs) I'm sitting here with no makeup on, looking like a I have no makeup on today. Yep. Um... Okay, so then we get to the house, and this is when they start, people start meeting each other. So Jamie, the 21-year-old, is the first one there, and then that guy Ryan shows up. And I was trying so hard to think of who he reminded me of, and then that article you sent me, that Betch's article, compared him to uh-huh. Edward Cullen from, um, what's it called? Uh, why am I blanking? The Vampire books oh from uh twilight twilight yes my god i was blanking on the name and i was like he kind of does look like he's kind of pale kind of has some like but then he i don't know if he reminded me of like harry styles or if there was like a another singer songwriter that he reminded me of but anyways he seems relatively okay i guess 
I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about him. I felt again, I don't have strong feelings about anybody, but it's only the first episode, so I'm sure that's why. But yeah. Um it, then we meet the guy Matt with the beard and the like mohawky type hair going on. Don't really care about him very much. Um and then let's see who else do we Oh, we met Mel. It's a girl with kind of like purpley hair. Yeah, she seems cool. She seems normal. Um who else we meet? This is when we met Rudy, the girl from San Antonio. Oh, she no. she seems like she's going to be problematic. Um, <laughs> and then let's see. Then Trevor shows up and talks to Jamie. And even though like she and Ryan already have a little thing going on, whatever. Um, Rudy and Matt start talking. This is it's just like all like kind of t- typical like boring like hey everybody let's get to know each other type things. I was kind of bored to be honest. I was too. I think that's why I wasn't very committed into the show. But what's funny is like all of them know that they're like on a time schedule. So they're like, let's just cut right to the chase. And so they start asking like these really personal questions. And then out of nowhere, they're like, do you want to go get in the hot tub? And they like just met like a minute ago. Yes. I'm like, like uh, okay. Um, oh, let's talk real quick about the weird guy named Michael that shows up who. Oh, gosh. <laughs> he's got a screw loose or something in his brain um he just he gave me the weird creepy vibes and then he was really creepy towards savannah i felt bad i mean like I yes wouldn't he be tried to shoes. kiss her i'm pretty sure well yeah like they're in the middle of talking he was like you have beautiful lips ew ew, <laughs> ew, ew he said something ew. like i have beautiful lips and ew, yes, it was disgusting did. it's no and she basically was like shut down goodbye no thank you um but he yeah kind of like I'm looking at pictures of everybody because I'm like really struggling to picture some of them. And like, he kind of reminds me of, did you ever watch the show? Chrisley knows best. No. Okay. He looks like Todd Chrisley a little bit, just with darker hair. Oh, I can see. Well, from you showing me that picture. Yeah. I can see that. Okay. Um, so what else happened? Okay. So basically the coupling up. So Ryan and Jamie were talking also, very odd. It's like they're trying to find any way that they can like add in any sort of like not sob story, but something of background of like a notable fact about them. When I think she asked him a question of what's a favorite childhood memory. Of oh yeah. Hers? That was awkward. I was just like, and if just, someone asked me and like put me on the spot about that, I'd be like, uh, like, yeah, uh. I don't know. But his answer was, well, I, I, had, a seizure. I had a seizure and had brain surgery when I was like eight years old. And it was, you know, I, I try to look at it as a try or like in a positive light, which, okay, I, okay but Just forcing a story. It makes it, me think of Cam. Remember when Cam was trying to like force that like story oh about like, his grandma is, or yes. like, some dog he had or something. Yeah, his puppy died, and then his leg almost got amputated. Yeah, almost. And like, Didn't oh. get amputated, but almost got amputated. Almost. It was a bad day. God. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was weird. And then we have Sheridan talking to the blonde chick named Julia, and she was able to weave in, which is, I mean, I can't say anything bad about this at all, but she weaves. I think he asked her, like, what do you do besides sing? And she's like, well, I run my own nonprofit. And this was, it was, it's literally a, um mirror image of Colton because Colton ran his own CF like foundation. Ah. She it's the same same thing because she has cystic fibrosis and so she does it. She's like, yeah, we have a music therapy program for kids, like sick kids at the hospital, which it's like, well shit, I'm doing nothing with my life and I here know. you are. It's like, 
what do you do on your Saturdays? It's like, fuck off, Julia. So, like, <laughs> so, yeah. Like, can't I can't really shit on her. Not that I was going to. I like her, though. I was like, she I seems mean, normal. She reminds me of um, Faith Hill a little bit. I could see that. Yeah, I didn't think that. Bit. I think but, it's the hair. Yes. But. Yeah. Um, and so Sheridan's, like, all in, into her. Poor guy. It's, like, on his little one-on-one to the camera I know. he's, he's like, like a little puppy with her I he just know. Like, loves her but yet she here she is over here slutting it up with everybody in the house josh, josh. shouldn't say that mr clean no. so i like ripped mr clean i'm like isn't mr clean ripped to begin with he's kind of a big yes dude. exactly um but then this is when we have yeah hot tub scene rudy and matt go get in the hot tub um immediately and what a weird question to ask someone do you judge somebody by the way that they kiss? It's like, well, first of all, obviously. <laughs> Second of all, I'm not going to tell you that. <laughs> like, also, dude, I've known you for five minutes. Can you yes. not be a horn dog immediately? Thank you very much. Um, but she basically shuts him down. She's like, um, yes, I do, but no, thank you. <laughs> I feel like ABC probably feeds some of these lines to people, like the I one know. about like the childhood memory and like, do you judge somebody based on the first kiss? Because they want it to progress so fast and they want it to be like awkward if it doesn't so yes yeah well that was weird um let's see what else happened um she like purposely like dunks herself underwater and like tries to she's like no I look like a mess no we need to wait this isn't the right time for me yep it was awkward so then let's see um what else happens oh Rudy yeah no who gets oh Jamie and Trevor go get in the hot tub. But they basically have full on sex in that hot yeah, tub. Yeah, they're making out. Like they're making out, but there was also like a lot of grinding happening. And I'm like, yeah. ah, ah. I know. I felt like I was watching like CCTV of like a bar bathroom. I was like, this is <laughs> like in a, in like a hot tub. I was like, this is, yep. it made me think of, um, gosh when was it and like on hannah brown season when they would like we go to the spa and it was like her and peter like was that was that the one where like they were like on top oh, of each no, other and you're thinking of it was hannah and um tyler and he like tyler. basically came over and was like on top of her and like she's like yes. naked and like trying to hold her towel on and they're basically like about to have have sex on this like massage table is that what you're talking about yes yes yeah. it was really uncomfortable i was like i am watching softcore i know right now. <laughs> this probably wasn't that bad but it was no. close they at least had swimsuits on but it was yeah. definitely very hot and heavy it was ooh, okay all right here we go just getting right on down and dirty that's fine um and then i don't know what else oh i guess what happens after this let's see um I don't, don't know. They, they get don't date they just cards. just go straight to like the first date? Like, yeah. So they get date cards. Okay. So they get date cards. Oh, but before all this, Jamie and Trevor, while they're in the hot tub, I forgot to mention this too. They somehow are able to bring up a star is born and like uh, how they both just love that movie yeah. and just, I, yeah. All these people think that they are a star is born. And I'm like, <laughs> that was a fucked up mm. movie. You don't want to be that. Like, that's not a good Thing to aspire and to we be. should mention that the very first thing as soon as the show started the first thing that chris harrison mentioned is like this show was like inspired by a star is a star is born and it's like do you, again did you even watch did you watch movie? it oh my god did you it, even like it's she was discovered at a bar by some hot shot rock star <laughs> 
And then hold on. This is nothing like no. that movie. No, 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 no. Oh God. But yes, that they get a date card. So Ryan gets the date card and he picks Jamie. So Edward Cullen and 21 year old <laughs> big blushed Jamie go on their first date um, where they go to Capitol records and they're able to do their own rendition of John Mayer's gravity with John Mayer's producer. And this is what's weird to me is she was, Jamie was acting like she had never fucking sat in front of a microphone before. Yes. <laughs> Which is so like, weird. She's like, no, I don't like that key. He's like, it's okay. We can change it to like fit you. And yeah, she's like, Oh, so. I'm just, I can't believe like, yeah, I've never been with someone who was just so accommodating to my needs and just, you know, did what he could to make me feel comfortable in the recording oh, studio. I'm like, did you date like, like two people before this? Like it, most likely. So I, I don't know. That's yeah. I'm like, nothing irritates me more than someone so young, like acting. I don't know. I'm like you have so much of your life left. Like you don't need to be this desperate. I'm sorry. You don't. Yeah. Um. But anyways, that was their whole date as they sang and then. They made out, and that was. I think it. he has a decent voice. Her vocals to me, and again, this is just as an armchair, you know, viewer. But like, they seem very forced. Like she was trying to like zhuzh it up too much. She was, yeah. But yeah, he wasn't. So. He wasn't bad. Um, I mean, hell, all these people can sing better than me, so I shouldn't. They be can <laughs> for sure. But I'm just thinking, like, as far as like talent goes, like, yeah. I mean. <sighs> I, I feel like when they are casting this, they look for primarily like attractive people and then mm-hmm. secondarily, could they sing to a certain extent? Exactly. The answer was yes, they got cast. Yep. So. So that was their date. Great. Cool. So then Matt gets a date card and the whole drama is that he's interested in Rudy who turned down his kiss and then Mel with the purple hair and I guess apparently he told Rudy she was for sure going to be picked on his date but then he picked Mel and then Rudy goes psychopath bitch like raging way over the top necessary raging like honey you've been here not 24 hours take a chill it was so bachelor in paradise though like it made me laugh because i was just like this is 100 percent what they do on bachelor in paradise like "Ah, he promised me that he would ask me on a date what a jerk Uh um he just got to the island you talked to him for 10 minutes (laughs) but uh mel and matt go and listen to the plain white tees (laughs) I know. So I random. thought that was hilarious. I was just like, wow, that's like, a blast from 2000. Like 2006, like, seven, eight. Yeah. Like what? I don't know the last time I've heard. I, I, they're still together, I guess. Okay, sure. Good for them. I had no idea. Um, but their date seemed nothing fantastic. And clearly it was nothing fantastic because Bell basically ditched him immediately the next day. <laughs> All right. See you later. Oh my God. Um, but let's see. Yeah. So then we're going in immediately into a rose ceremony and it's like they have their little cocktail party and basically Mel like ditches him and finds someone else. <laughs> and so Matt's like, oh, okay, well, I guess I'll go back to Rudy. Go again. With Rudy now. <laughs> and she goes like crazy hardcore, I don't know, like psycho bitch crazy on him where he was like, oh, holy <laughs> shit. I'm like, Matt, you kind of suck too, but also you probably dodged a bullet because Rudy seems like. Totally psycho. Insane. Yes. 
Um, and then let's see what else happens. So, oh, and then Trevor pulls Jamie aside and is like, I know you had like just a wonderful date with Ryan and I'm not trying to like schmooze you for a rose. I just really wanted to like sit down and have a conversation with you. Oh, and let me play you another John Mayer song. Oh my god! Like, yes. who's pay- is John Mayer? Someone paying John Mayer? Is I know John Mayer-, John Mayer is making so many royalties off of this damn show. Oh my god! But what is? Oh, he plays her slow dancing in a burning room, and she's just like, "Oh my god! I love, I love this song so much. Let's just make out." And then she goes into a bucket of tears of like, "Who do I pick between these?" I always t- pick the wrong person. Oh my god! And I'm like, but "You're 21." But I'm like. I could I, sh- I could have told you before we got to the rose ceremony. She was absolutely going to pick Trevor over um, poor Ryan from the date the day before. She was like, he treats me so right. But with Trevor, it's just, oh, I just want to be around him. I'm like, yeah, you just want to have sex with him again. That's what mm-hmm. that's what's happening here. Um, Victoria F. Syndrome. <laughs> um, and then last but not least, before the rose ceremony, we have Julia and, and Mr. Clean are making out and Sheridan like has to shoot his shot. So he, I guess wrote her a song and played the song for her. And she's now swooning over him. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I thought it was funny when he like walked up on them making out. He was just kind of like, Oh, like, oh okay. should I stand here? <laughs> what should I do? I don't know. Yeah. Um, but anyways, so that was about it. And then the rose ceremony. So Savannah gives her rose to, to Brandon, which Savannah, the yoga instructor, Brandon, the Marine Corps dude. Mel gives her rose to Gabe, which we never saw them together, so I don't know. I guess they had That a- was random. I did yeah. not understand that. It just felt like, oh, I'm going to pick you. Yep. <laughs> like, okay. Becca to Danny. Who the hell's Danny? I don't know. Were we introduced to him? I don't know. They didn't really spend a whole lot of time on Becca for as weird as her like intro was. Yeah. So. Like, I don't know who either of you people are, but okay, yeah. great. Um, Brie gives her rose to Chris, which we, I don't know much about either of them, really, either. I don't either. Um, Sh- Sh- who the hell is Cheyenne? I wrote down Cheyenne. I don't know, but she gives her, ro- <sighs> her rose to, to Matt, who Matt thought he was for sure going home. That was very random. Who is Cheyenne? I, sh- I don't even remember. I don't remember. Julia gives hers to Sheridan. G- good for Sheridan. Hope he stays yeah, around. Yeah, I'm happy about that. Jamie gives her rose to Trevor, which could have told you that too. Yeah. Like for sure. And so everyone's like worried Ryan's going home, but then Rudy gives her rose to, to Ryan. I'm like, okay, great. So then we had four people go home that I don't know who any of them are. Yep. <laughs> That's where Hi. we are. The leather jacket dude, Mr. Clean, then like a couple of other dudes. Yeah. That went home. So I don't really know what to expect of this. We have five more episodes of it. I mean, is it going to be more cringy singing? I really don't know like how they're going to incorporate so much music into this. I know clearly they start giving quote unquote concerts to former bachelor contestants that are in the audience. Like Jojo and Jordan are there. Uh, Rachel and her husband, Brian are there. Like they're, I don't know how this is all going to incorporate. Oh I, gosh. I don't understand. To, all in all, I really was not that impressed or that entertained. <laughs> I was not. I was just like, it is what it is. Like, I'm just going to saddle up for another two hours of this shit every Monday for the next couple of weeks. But yeah. um, it's interesting. And I think we've talked about this before, but like, it's interesting that they're advertising on the show. They're like, who wants to date our next bachelorette? Claire Crowley. Yes. Like, so oh, they, good. They actually are recasting the are, show. 
clearly recasting. Also, I saw, I don't know how true this is. I don't know if it was Reality Steve or where it was, but I think I think it was Reality Steve that posted that he has a quote-unquote close source that says that producers are, this isn't like set in stone, but rumors are apparently that they are reaching out to like specific resorts. So like somewhere, I don't know, like if it's like a Sandals or wherever, but that they are like in negotiations to find somewhere that would allow them to film the whole bachelorette at this resort, like specific resort to where they'd like close out the resort for like all, like no other people could be there, but like the contestants, the producers, like all of that. And like everything would be filmed there. That would cost Um, a fortune. Can you imagine? I know. And they would um, obviously like test everybody for coronavirus before they showed up for symptoms. Like nobody could leave. I think even when they got booted off, like they wouldn't be allowed to leave. I, I don't know exactly the stipulations but i think it'd be filmed in like six weeks rather than like a 12 week period which would be so bizarre it'd probably be okay so i just saw that i think pretty sure it was reality steve i saw that on so nothing's confirmed but i found that very interesting like what a weird season that that would would be be. very strange but they are like i mean they depend so much on the bachelor and the bachelorette to like drive viewership for yeah their shows so i mean I can yeah. see them not wanting to miss out on a money-making opportunity like that. So no, for sure. But yeah, the recasting is interesting, but also necessary because the casting of her season was terrible, ap- terrible, absolutely terrible. Um, so I guess other than that, so since we've had nothing better to do in our quarantine time, other than just take in any form of entertainment that we can, we thought it would be fun to, and this is a good learning not learning, but it's you're able to learn more about each other based on your top movie choices, TV choices, whatever it may be. So we <laughs> decided to make lists based on categories of movies of kind of what our top like never get old type movies that we could basically rewatch till the end of time and still love just as much. <laughs> um, and I'll be interested to see, Caitlin, if we have any. I think we'll probably have maybe some matching, but I don't know. We never I don't know. know. I think we'll have like one or two. At least one Mine or two. are kind of weird. Okay. Well, then maybe not. Mine are all very like mainstream movies. So this is going to be bad probably. And you're going to be like, you're such a basic bitch. I'm oh. like, yeah, that's, that is what I am. I'm, I'm a weirdo. Um, before we get into that, um, reminding everyone our show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com slash SLM and browse through the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a title for free and start listening. It's that easy at audibletrial.com slash SLM. Okay. I don't know how we want to do this. So we broke it, I know, into categories where we've got five rom-coms, five just general comedies, and five dramas. Mm-hmm. What would you like to start with? Um, let's do the rom-coms first. Because okay. I bet you we will probably align more on that than anything else. Probably so. And this was, yeah. I, it was This one was a harder category for me to narrow down. Because I feel like if you asked me what my favorite like genre of movie was, it's, it's rom-com. I'm more... I'm not like a very serious person. I like all of my... Most of my content to be lighthearted, funny, romantic, sweet kind of vulgar at times so that's how I am um and drama's not really I mean I watch dramas but it's just this is like my category rom-com is more so it so I don't have these in order of like top like number one is like my top number one. Oh yeah I I don't either this is in no particular order um do we want to like each list off our five or go back and okay let's go back and forth back and forth okay so my first one that I wrote down 
was um, how to lose a guy in 10 days. <laughs> I figured you would do that one. <laughs> Why? Oh, God. What does that say about me? No, I, because that was like one of the ones that I was thinking about. And then I found like a couple of I had to like look up rom-coms because I was just like, I don't like I couldn't think of any off the top of my head that like were like my favorites. Except yeah. for one. So that's a good one. Well, I no. remember watching that a lot in like high school. I watched it a lot and I made Justin watch it probably within the past year to two years I made him watch it with me um it was one of those that he was finding like fine I'll watch it and I think he thought it was okay but I mean rom-coms yeah. is not his category but I just love it it's one of those I could literally watch over and over and over and over again it's a good one. so <laughs> okay what about you um my okay I will say this is probably my top one and the rest are in no particular order um, my absolute favorite rom-com is Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Okay, that was on my list too, which clearly I figured <laughs> I you and I would it. I you and it. I would match there because I mean, that was a movie we watched and we quote oh my gosh, all the I time. We so watched it so funny. much. I, and it's what's funny is I don't think I'd ever seen the movie until, I don't know if it's until I met you, but I swear it wasn't until senior year of college when like we were together all the time. So I don't know if it was you, if it was Sarah, if it was Justin who so, introduced like, me to it. Justin and Sarah and I used to quote the shit out of that movie. And like, I finally broke down and bought it. Like it came out my freshman year, I think. Yeah. And so I finally broke down and bought it my junior year. And then you probably watched it with a senior year. Yeah. It was one of, it's funny. It's one of those movies that I don't ever remember it being like heavily advertised. No, it really wasn't. It was just like, they, they uh, released it in March so it was like an off-season movie, but it's like kind of become like a cult favorite because it has. it's got a bunch of like SNL people in it and like um what's the guy's name that plays all the snow? Uh oh, Russell Brand's Russell in Brand. it yeah. and like Kristen Bell's in it. So I mean, like there's some decent and like Jason Segal's in it. Like there's some decent names in there it. There is, yeah. And uh so. oh, it was the first not with the first, but what was it his first movie? Um, the dude that's fuck what's his name i don't know pregnancy brain anyways but he was like the little cameo he was in it for um he worked at the resort he's the one that was like obsessed with aldis snow made him a cd <laughs> I love jonah hill jonah hill yes i was blanking on his name oh, I, I, so feel like, I feel like i that, loved his character in that yes, movie <laughs> yes but i really feel like that was one of his like first because yeah, like after super bad i think that was one of his first movies yeah and so like he was barely in it but it was he's so he was so funny in it so though funny. but yeah it's if listeners if you've not watched forgetting sarah marshall please go, go watch it because we can't so say enough funny. good things so that was my second one i wrote down so i guess so technically we can go back to you then for your okay. your second uh, you will probably have this on your list too but um bridesmaids okay i have that list i didn't know whether that would be qualified as a rom-com or a comedy so okay, spoiler alert it's on my comedy on my rom-coms and not my comedies is because my comedies are just all straight comedies and okay like, you'll see why okay so yeah i was like i didn't know where to because cl- that's one of my favorite movies too so i didn't I know where to classify Mates. it but yes i oh my gosh it's hilarious like we actually just watched it like two weekends ago because we've had nothing better to do but that's one that justin actually really likes too so it's, i mean it's got enough like dude humor in it to like keep it keep yes. it interesting for everybody <laughs> i think that's why i liked it so much is it was yes. really crass <laughs> yes it's oh my god it's so funny it's so but, um, funny like i so that came out when i was like in pt school like early pt school and i think like somehow i don't know if the department of defense has like a 
contract with like theaters or something, but they, it, it must be kind of like cruise lines, like where they have certain movies that they play, but like, that's the only movie they have. Yeah. So they play it all the time. So Austin said that that was like one of the only movies they had on board the ship. And like, <laughs> he hates it. Oh no. <laughs> well, he said that. So I finally made him watch it with, with our family. Like one time yeah. I was just like, you need to watch this again. Cause if you hate this movie, there's something wrong with you. Like this is a hysterical movie. Yes. He's like, okay, fine. Cause yeah. nobody else had watched it. And then he's just like, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is good. I was it's just so like, funny. see, you weren't really paying attention the first time. Yes. So, oh, I love I, I love it too. Oh my God. Okay. So my third under rom-coms um, is Wedding Crashers. Oh, that's a good one. I, I okay. love that movie yeah, so that's much. A good one. Yeah, that's one that, and I feel like a lot of, well, not a lot of these actually, but this is one that, that Justin also really likes too. And so it's one, it's a, a, a technically a rom-com, but it's one that like, I don't have to watch by myself. I can watch yeah. with him too. Um, Austin loves Wayne Crashers. It's like yes. one of his favorites. It, it makes me laugh every time. So anyway. It's great. Yep. Okay. What about you? My next one is Clueless. <laughs> Okay, that's that's an honorable mention for me. I love oh, Clueless. Oh, that's a good one. Yes. Oh my gosh. Of uh, I feel like we probably watched that when we were in college. We too. watched that a lot. Yes. Senior year for sure. Yes, but no, I love it. It's a. It's that's a why classic. I laugh so hard earlier when you're like, "Where do they find all these bodies?" Okay. <laughs> clearly, there we go. Then yes, from Clueless. Um, but yes, that's a classic, and it's it's so crazy. Paul Rudd in Clueless, and then Paul Rudd in Wedding or not Wedding Crashers in Forgetting Sarah Marshall, and I'm like. You look like you've aged he five years, same. like five years tops. Yeah, and these tops. movies are 15, like 15 years apart. Years? Yeah. It's unbelievable. Um, but yeah, I thought Paul Rudd was so hot and clueless. Like what he I was, what, he I was mean, real cute and he was so nice to her. Yes, I know. <laughs> but yes, clueless is great. Rest in peace. Uh, Brittany Murphy. Aww. Yeah. Um, okay. So my next one is the proposal. <laughs> Oh, that's a good one too. Yeah. Alaska. I love, I love it, but I love Ryan Reynolds. Um, and then Sandra Bullock did really good in it too. Um, and then of course, fucking Betty White, like, Oh my gosh. Precious, precious lady. Like who is, by the way, I know everyone's been worried about her during all of this coronavirus stuff. Everyone's like, make sure Betty White is protected at all costs. Put her on like a damn space station. Get her (laughs) off the planet. But God, she's like 94 or 95. It's so crazy doing amazing yeah i love i think my favorite scene is like when they're doing that like rain dance and she's like to the window to the wall to the window to the wall that's what dropped down my balls all these bitches <laughs> and my mom like quoted that like last year whenever she was like hoping it would rain out and like for those of y'all that know my mother she's like very very like ultra conservative like would never say that so i was dying like mom oh my god <laughs> I just need to go do the proposal rain dance. Oh my gosh. That's oh my gosh, so funny. <laughs> oh, but yeah. So my next one is, um, I hope you've seen this one. I love, love Julia Roberts. Um, my best friend's wedding. Of uh, Yes. I've seen it. I didn't even think about that movie. I've, it's been yes. a while since I've seen it, but that's a great movie. Oh, it's so good. So like this one and then my last one to me are like true, like rom-coms that like, yeah, kind of came out in like the nineties era. Like, yeah. Not so much it's, like comedies like with Vince Vaughn and like Will Ferrell and all that, but yeah, yeah I, but I no. love, oh, I just love yes. that movie. I'm pretty sure I have that on 
DVD here. I think it came in one of those like DVD sets where remember you could used to buy them and it would come with like two movies. Yeah, like, in it was the like DVD that, set. like uh, the wedding planner. Or yes, something like, like that. something like that. Exactly. I'm pretty sure that that might actually be the combo just because they're like wedding themed movies. You like so. get them at Target and they would be like two or three of them all together and they'd yes. be like you know mid 90s, early 2000s like long coms. Yes. yes. So. Oh my gosh. Um, okay, so then my last one I have is 27 dresses. Oh, that's a good one. I haven't seen that one in so long. I yeah, love I remember it. watching that one. Yeah, that's another one I've I've made Justin watch. I don't think he liked it as much. But anytime I hear the song um, Benny and the Jets, all I think about is 27 dresses because they get wasted at the bar and they're singing it and they're dancing up on the table. And <laughs> she said like singing along it along with it. And she says something about like instead of like electric boots, she says electric boobs. <laughs> and it's, <laughs> She's got electric boobs. And that's every time I hear the song now, all I think of is 27 dresses. But I'm sure everybody does now that Catherine Heigl has ruined it. <laughs> yep. So that was oh, my last okay. one. What about you? Um, my last one is another Julia Roberts. So Pretty Woman is like I like so Pretty good. Woman too. Yes. So good. It was not on my list, but that's a that's a great movie though. I agree Do with you. Have, you have um honorable mentions for rom coms? Yeah. So one of them was Clueless. Um okay. And then, so then my next one was 13 going on 30. <laughs> oh, I think I thought that was going to be on your list and it wasn't. No. So, so th- that one, like I literally went back and forth on if I wanted it on my top, but, um, I like that one too. Yeah. That's a good one. And then my last one I had was, uh, never been kissed. Oh, I love that movie. <laughs> not Josie Grossy anymore. Not Josie Grossy. Yeah. So those are my, my one. three. What did you have? Um, so <laughs> my, um, my three were the princess bride. I've that's a, okay I've seen that like one time and it's I couldn't tell you anything about it oh it's so funny it's probably one it's of those so I need cute. to go back and rewatch and it's on tv all the time because it's relatively clean so like yeah. you don't really have to like you know edit it a whole lot but yeah it's just it's witty and silly and so yeah it's just it's cute like it's something that you could show like your seven-year-old and they'd be fine yeah but um <laughs> next one not so much um silver linings playbook did you ever see that I've never seen that either Okay, that's a good one. It has um, Bradley Cooper and um, Jennifer Lawrence in it. Okay, I've heard of it. I've just I've just never seen it. It's like I mean, Austin doesn't like it because it's like it's not. It's kind of like a dark comedy. Like it's kind of like a little bit about how messed up his family is, and like he's kind of messed up, and yeah. So I don't know. There there are different kinds of weird and dark just kind of work together. So it's okay. good. I mean, it's definitely worth seeing. I think it won like best not best picture but it definitely won i think they she either won best supporting actress or he won best actor for it so okay. um and then my last one is my big fat greek wedding oh my gosh ah, that's a great that's a great choice I that, that movie. movie's it's great so and it's so funny yes that's an amazing movie i love that oh my god i'm gonna like that's like a movie that i have it's been a little bit since i've seen it and i'm like i, I want to i want to go rewatch that now it's so cute. It's so I love cute. It. My family quotes it all the time. <laughs> like both sides, like Austin's family and my family. Like Aww, we all quote it. <laughs> that's fun. Oh, okay. So see, we had, we had some matches. We had and it's not even like, like the ones that you mentioned that were not on my list, like probably would have been on my list if it were not, were not for yep. the other ones. So. Yep. Okay. So like this moving into just like traditional comedies. So like my first one I wrote down, like we mentioned before was, was bridesmaids. So and that, I mean, I, it's it's a comedy, but it, it is a romantic comedy too. But I yep. just put it on my comedies list. So what's your you go either way? What's yours? 
<laughs> Dumb and Dumber. Okay, that's my number two, so it's fine. <laughs> I, oh my gosh, Austin refuses to watch it with me. He hates that movie. He thinks oh, it's so stupid. I'm like, that's the point. Oh, it's, it's so, so funny. funny. It's one of those. Yeah, I've seen. I don't even know the number of times I've seen it, and I can basically quote the entire movie, which I'm sure you can, I can too. I can sit there and just quote the entire movie, like the entire time. Maybe that's why he doesn't want to watch it with me because I'll just say the whole movie. Yes, I love. Yeah, I'm probably that annoying person, but it's the only other person I typically watch movies with is Justin, and he's the same way on this one that we both can quote it so much that we're so we don't annoy each other, you know, while we're watching it. But (laughs) I think like also his roommate in college like really liked the movie, so like he's seen it a bunch. Yeah, so like he kind of. I don't know. It's just, it's not his type of humor. Like, and really like, it's not typically mine, but like, it's just so classic. It's, it's so good. Yes. <laughs> However, no to the like sequels or prequels. Like it's no. just the original dumb and dumber. Mm-mm, That's mm-mm. it. Yep. Yep. Oh my God. Okay. I, I figured you had that on your list too. So, <laughs> okay. So yeah, that was my number two. So what's your number two? Um, My number two is like, ugh. This is where it gets weird. Uh, I don't really know what to classify this as because it is a strange movie, but okay. I think it's funny. So I'm counting it as a oh comedy, God. but okay. um, Inglorious Bastards. I don't know if you've ever watched I it. I have. No, I've seen that. Yeah. I don't know what you would classify that as because it is funny. It's, like, really, it's probably more of an action, but it's funny because, it's, and it's weird because act- it's a Quentin Tarantino Yeah. Movie, it's one like, of those like action, like dark comedy type yeah. I don't know yeah but no that's I, that's actually a really good movie we totally played historically inaccurate but oh was, for sure we played was, one year in Colorado um when we went on our ski trip we watched the movie and we played a drinking game and I think it was I don't remember what word it was I think it was maybe every time they said Nazi or every time they said was it every something. time they switched languages or something maybe that was it I don't remember but it was something where it was like to have to drink every time yeah that happens. I think I played that game before too and, I, and there's something to do with the movie where there is a drinking game because of how often something happens yeah and it was like oh this isn't good yeah <laughs> but yeah so no good choice um what about you okay so my number three I have is like I said, this is me just being a total white girl, but it's Mean Girls. <laughs> oh my gosh, how did I leave out Mean Girls? Are you kidding me? But I, I forgot Mean Girls. Wow. Okay, okay, well, that's my honorable mention because I love Mean Girls. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I mean, again, total basic move, but Mean Girls is a classic. Like, it's, oh, it's so good. Fantastic. Another very quotable movie. Um, another one I made, Justin hadn't seen it. I think I made him watch it like a year or two ago. I was like, you have to see this because you're going to understand so many references like in day-to-day life that happened that you have no idea that they were mean girls related and there were certain things where he was like oh that's from this movie i'm like yes yes also i left him they say you go glenn coco that's what they're talking about (laughs) exactly yeah um and i love tina fey um in pretty much anything i know she wasn't barely in the movie but she wrote it and i think she did a great job so an amazing job that was a great movie yes okay you're number three uh (laughs) this is another weird one actually like my my next two are weird the last one you're gonna understand but um (laughs) i think justin likes this movie too but um oh brother where art thou that's a good movie that's not on my list but yes that is a great movie it's just it's strange it's just like it's based on the odyssey but like it's set in like depression era mississippi and it's got like george clooney in it and a couple like the other two guys like I can't remember their names, but like they've been in other stuff yeah. too. Mm-hmm. And it's just, 
Oh, it's so funny. It's just very, very witty. It's great. So. And that was one, um, cause I remember watching it back, obviously when I lived at home with my parents, I don't, I don't know how old I was when I first watched it, but my parents got the soundtrack to it and they would play yes! it all the time. I'm like, it was a fucking great soundtrack. My dad loves that soundtrack. Like yeah. the, um, the song that they sing all the time in that movie was yeah. his ringtone back when like ringtones oh, were Oh, that's cute. <laughs> that's cute. But yeah, that, that's, a, that's another one that since we have nothing better to do, it's a good one to go back and rewatch. Yes. Um, okay. So my number four is Office Space. <laughs> oh, that's such a good one. That's Definitely again Office another one, another one that's a for sure like cult following. Was not one that was like a mainstream movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very like low budget. But yeah. Like, I mean, it was filmed in being... filmed in Las Colinas, Texas. So, so wild watching it because so like bizarre. at the beginning, like he's sitting on six thirty five. Yes. <laughs> traffic. And- yes. But it's, yeah. yeah, one of those that's, yeah, if you're a cult follower, I mean, like, I can quote that movie from beginning to end. I think it's oh, it's, it's hilarious. It's yeah. It's really good. Okay. Your next one. This is another weird one that I'm not sure how to classify it as, but I'm choosing to classify it as a comedy. Um, and this is probably, like, way up there as, like, one of my favorite movies of all time, even though it's kind of fucked up. But okay. um, Wolf of Wall Street, I think, is hysterical. Yes, that's a good, that's a good choice. I love that movie. And I know Justin likes that movie too. So I know you've seen it, but like, yes. yes. Um, but yeah, that's a good choice. That's it. Yeah. I guess it is technically a comedy. Technically. Technically. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, but it's funny and it's really good. It's really well done. It's crazy. Yeah. Is what it is. It's just a wild ride the entire time. The entire but, time. Yeah. Also very quotable. So like every once in a while I'll like, watch it I, have, I feel like I have to watch it probably like once a month just because I love it so much and um and I it's like something I can have on the background even though it's really long it's like I know exactly what's going on but I'll just like I'll snapchat like random random clips of it to Justin he knows what I'm talking about yes so. <laughs> that's a great one okay so then my last one is super bad <laughs> it's, oh, one I love favor- Superbad. it's one of my, my my favorites um can watch and again quote every single thing from it it's just a, a, a classic to me <laughs> i know that faggle i know i know that <laughs> remember that time you peed your pants people don't forget people don't forget <laughs> so good uh love it all right what's your last one um oh i hope you've seen this one i feel like you probably have um heavyweights oh my god that's not what I, I would have thought of. Weight. That movie is so funny. I love it. <laughs> it's great. It's hysterical. I love it so much. I actually just got one of my friends that like had never seen it to like recently to watch it. She <laughs> loves it now too. So so um, good. One of my one of my friends from my gym, like uh, I guess was doing yard work in her yard the other day. And like found this like massive like branch that is, I guess it's basically, it's classified probably more as like a log because this thing weighs like 90 pounds. Like she weighed it out and she's using it. And it makes me, I told her it made me think of like whenever he's like running in the forest, Ben Stiller's running in the forest and he just like stops and like finds this log and like hoists it overhead. <laughs> he's like, come on, you devil log. And he just starts running with it. <laughs> oh my God. I love it. And also my uh, car is named Lars after Lars, the camp counselor. That's amazing. I, how did I not know that? That's so funny. That's great. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. Um, honorable mention for this category would probably be, um, stepbrothers. That's, we just watched that again a couple weeks because ago. You guys just talked about it. Okay. It's been top of mind. Yeah. And then, um, the Sandlot. Oh, 
I love the Sandlot. I know That's you such do. A good I'm movie. surprised it wasn't on your list. <laughs> I know that would be an that would have to be an honorable honorable mention. I didn't make an honorable mention list, but that's yes, I love that movie so much. It's so good. Um, okay, we can very quickly go through our dramas if you would like. And like I said, yeah. mine. I'm not. Yours are going to be more. I don't know. Well thought out than mine. Mine are because like I said I I I like watching dramas, but if I have to pick anything. I always go the comedy route. And so oh, I do too. I yeah, just definitely. I like dramas, but comedies are like by far my favorite. Okay. So my first one I wrote down is um, Catch Me If You Can. Oh, that's a good one. That's a really yeah, good movie. I didn't even think about that. Um, I mean, I've seen it several times. It's 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 a lot another long movie, but it is long. I think it's I love Tom Hanks and I love Leonardo DiCaprio. Leonardo, that's so, a very well done movie. Yes. Um, this one is really long too. Okay. <laughs> um, I love this movie. I don't know why, but I became obsessed with it in high school, and I still could watch it like every day until the day I die and never get tired of it. But um, Gone with the Wind. I love Gone with the Wind. Okay, I've it's I've cool. clearly seen it, but that's not one that I would have picked on my list. I mean, it's I feel totally. like it's a classic. It's so old. I yeah. mean, it's like from the 30s. So yeah, but I feel like most. Well, I feel like most people have probably. It's one of those movies that it's like you have to see at least one time, at least once in your lifetime. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So 100%. that's that's a good one. Um, my second one is one that I watched for the first time when Justin and I started dating because it's one of his favorite movies. Is Goodwill Hunting. Okay. Um, yeah, that's also a good one. It's a really good movie. Good, good Robin Williams. I mean, then you've got your Matt Damon. You've got your Ben uh-huh. Affleck. So just good, a good cast and just a good, good story. Good story. I, I love that movie. So I've yeah. seen that like once, but I remember it being good. It's so yeah. It's, it's always it's, something I would need to go back and watch again. Worth. I would say it's worth coming from someone who's not a huge drama watching person. It's it's worth a watch again if you gotcha. have time. For, if you're wanting something to watch. Okay, my next one is The Blind Side. Oh my God, that was my next one. <laughs> I love that movie. It's okay. amazing. It's yes. such a great story. I love Leanne Tui in real life. And yes. I follow her and Collins on Instagram. And I think they're both precious. Yep. And um, I love Sandra Bullock. I think she did an amazing job in she that movie. She did. She I, did great. I just, that's another one that I could quote the entire thing. I love it so, so much. I do so. too. Also, random that. Tim McGraw was Tim McGraw's in it. the dad. So random, but yep. okay. <laughs> but yes, I, that's a great choice. So that was literally my next one. So back okay. to, no, you're back number three. <laughs> um, Steel Magnolias is my next one. I don't know that I've ever seen that. Okay. It's, it's like one of those quintessential, like Southern lady movies. Like, okay. It's set in Louisiana and like the, I think the eighties or nineties. It's got Julia Roberts in it. Like a very, very young Julia Roberts. Mm-hmm. And she's getting married and like, it, like the, the whole movie kind of revolves around like this group of like, maybe like middle-aged like lady friends. So they all okay. kind of become, uh, or either became friends or through the small town, but they all kind of meet up and talk at this beauty salon. So they kind of like share different details of their lives and they become involved in each other's lives. So it's kind of a sad movie, but it's, it's one worth watching just okay. to kind of like understand, like there's some real quotable like it's it's funny too like I don't know like yep okay it's good I like it a lot all right I'll add it to my list I I will um all right my next one is the the notebook (laughs) oh that's a good one yeah it's a lot in high school yeah it like I said I'm I'm picking I'm like grasping at straws straws. a little bit but it's a it's a good movie it's one that I would watch again for sure and it's one that makes every time I've watched it it makes me cry so yep. 
hundred percent. Yep. Definitely very good. Okay. Your next um, one. Um, my next one is kind of like a historical drama. Okay. But um I for whatever reason I don't understand why, but I really love Marie Antoinette. I think her story is fascinating. I think her life is fascinating. Like everything about like, I mean, just how lavish she had it in the palace was yeah. just amazing. So I love the movie Marie Antoinette because I think they did an amazing job of like depicting like what it would have been like at Versailles. And so anyway, that's yeah. another one that I could watch always and forever and never get tired of. But it's just like, it's just kind of like visually beautiful. Like it's just kind of like eye candy. Almost. Yes. Yeah. So. Nope, I got you. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so, okay, my last pick it was kind of a back and forth on which to pick. So I picked, I'll tell you which one I picked on here. And then the other one that I was thinking of to add on, but then I didn't. So I picked Forrest Gump just because I feel oh, like that's, of course. that's a great one. A classic. I mean, everybody's seen Forrest Gump. It's one I would rewatch again. And again, Tom, Tom, Hanks. Tom Hanks. We quote it all so, the time. Yeah. So that was, that's what I picked um, for my last one. But then I also thought I was like, I ended up not picking this one. Cause I was like, technically it's, it's based off, a book, which I think we've already named other movies based off books, but um, The Great Gatsby. And I always say oh, that oh, just because I loved the soundtrack and I loved just the like clothes. Yes. <laughs> and See, that's that. why I love Marie Antoinette. So, I, I totally get it. Yeah. Did you, you've seen Moulin Rouge, haven't you? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Done by the same guy that did Moulin Rouge, which okay. is also vi- very visually stunning. Yeah. So, so cool. Okay. Your last one. Uh, my last one. And I don't know. You can tell me if this is one that Justin likes or not. I kind of figured it, he would um, just be in a Boston guy, but the departed. Yes. And I'm pretty sure I've seen it. Cause I feel like he's probably made me watch it, but I don't remember anything about That's it. Okay. That's bad. So it's got Matt Damon, Leonardo DiCaprio and um, Jack Nicholson in it. Those are probably like the biggest okay. names in it. Yeah. And um, it's set in Boston. It's about this cop that goes undercover. So, but yep. meanwhile, there's like a mole inside the the police office. So, okay. Anyway, it's super super good, and um, highly recommend it. Okay, I need to find another one to watch because yeah, Justin was just telling me like this past weekend we were trying to think of something to watch, and I always like he's like, "What? What are you in the mood for?" I'm always like. And he's like, okay, we've watched enough comedies. Like we need to watch pick a drama. And so I was like, all right, fine. Pick some, pick a drama to watch. So we watched, um, the Irishman this past weekend. I don't know if you and Austin have seen that. Yeah. It was so long. That was a good one. We had to break it up into, into like two days to watch it, but that was actually really good. But yeah, it was three and a half hours long. So super long. Um, okay. So I finally watched Goodfellas for the first time and I had never seen that before. Have I seen that? Netflix right now. I don't know if I've seen that. It's like a bunch of Italian mobsters in like the fifties and sixties. Okay. So, but it was, it's a Martin Scorsese film. Who's the same guy that did the uh, Irishman, the Irishman yeah. and Wolf of Wall Street okay. and The Departed. So clearly okay. I like Martin Scorsese. Clearly. Oh, <laughs> well, this was fun. Like I said, it's just interesting to hear. Yeah. And I, I forget about now I have like a list of movies that I'm like, I want to go back and rewatch or that I should just watch in general. So this gives me good uh, suggestions yes. for these quarantine times and hopefully our listeners, they can have find suggestions yes. to go and watch. So that was fun. Um, okay. Well, I guess we'll go yeah. ahead and sign off for this week. We'll be back next week with probably another terrible recap of listen to your heart. Maybe it'll oh, be better. Geez. Maybe it'll get better. Who knows? Hopefully. Um, but reminding everyone, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Peachy Podcast. And our phone number is 972-885-9361. And we will catch everybody next week. Bye.